I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics from personal stories to hot button issues. We cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Boop, 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 boop. We're ready. Oh, we're recording now? Oh, we're recording now. You should should start. (laughs) Welcome to Frau How, where your host, Autumn Rack. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk today about something that we haven't really talked about, and I don't think anybody outside of this room is really going to care, and probably even not our producer, (laughs) which is fine, but you know, we've been complaining on mic for almost two years, so I'm just going to do it. Okay. Okay, so I want to talk about how we are no longer on the same team. Yeah. Get me started. Don't even get me started. Yeah. And I just, I'm really sad about it. I, it sucks. Like, it really sucks that we're not on the same team anymore. And I mean, I know that we're still friends and there's no problem, but I'm just, I, it fucking sucks. It, yeah, like, I miss my friend. And I want to complain about how I don't get to see you anymore. And not as a passive-aggressive way, but just like, right. it just sucks. It sucks. The whole situation sucks. And the reason why you left the team sucks. And everything about it just sucks. Yeah. And I and I also am, not that my new team isn't great, but I'm really bad at making friends as an adult, which is why I went into Derby in the first place. And um, yeah, so... I just, you know, I don't like being that, like, weird, 
awkward kid. I'm very shy and introverted. And then I say really weird, <laughs> extremely personal <laughs> things. And people like don't know how to react to that. And um, I mean, then once you get to know me, it's like totally normal because I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know me, it seems really weird. <laughs> yeah. See, I just go with I have a friend quota. Yeah. And I have enough friends. I'm not accepting applications for any more friends at this stage. Um, and that's how I operate. And so that basically means that I go in and I'm focused on why I'm there. And then if I make friends in the process, great. But if I don't, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to fuck up your day. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I think that like, also, I wanted to talk about this, not just because I'm really bad at making friends and people think I'm super weird and hopefully in a good way. Um, but like I just I also feel like our relationship has really made me empowered in terms of food course. here. Of course. You see I'm how like that getting works? real and I'm sharing my feelings. I'm feeling my feelings. All right, you want to keep going? No. Nope. Because <laughs> there's a crazy dog <laughs> who screams like a sad toddler. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Please continue with your feelings. Okay. So Thanks, Mom. I think that our relationship has really empowered me to try things that make me really uncomfortable um, and has made me feel like more confident in myself, which is a really great part of our relationship. Um, And so I'm in this new place where I'm like, I feel out of place. And (laughs) um, and so I feel really uncomfortable and I think it's really impacting my derby skills and I basically just leave every practice crying and not because of people but just like I feel like I don't have like my mojo you know what I mean your mojo being me yeah but also like just like confidence like when you're there you're like odd you're so great and I'm like yeah I'm really great and I believe you you know what I mean because you are great see wasn't there like an Austin Powers movie where he lost his mojo and then he get we get to the end of the movie and he realizes that he's had his mojo inside him all this time. That is what's going to happen to you, my little oddish. Yeah, but I don't feel like it is right now and I just feel really sad and I feel like um you know, I just I think for me what I'm realizing in this process is I I really um need people to see the value um in me. Um, and like support that growth because I'm very needy and I need that kind of validation pretty constantly. And then eventually, eventually I will believe you and I'll feel good about it. Yeah. But I'm not in that space with these people yet. And I mean, it's a different team and a good whole different, um, atmosphere. Well, I think also we have to consider that there was a lot of recent activity that led you to go to this team. Yeah. But I think even though you feel like you were forced to be here, I think really in all actuality, you made a cognizant and mature decision for yourself yeah. to remove yourself from a bad situation. And I think while you feel like you're forced to be there, you really made that voluntarily. And I know for a fact that you weighed all your pros and cons. So it's just a matter of accepting the fact that 
you're not forced here. You're here because you wanted to be here. Yeah. And you kind of have to get that bearing again. Because that's where you were a few months ago. Yeah. And then that went away. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, as no longer your teammate, but as, like, your friend, I can tell you that I know how much, like, painstaking thought you put into this process. And it really is important that you follow through with it. Because... There's a lot riding on it and a lot is your value of yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it's, I think, and I wanted to bring this up because I think it brings up a lot of stuff that, um, like in general, like life stuff that people need to talk about. Mm -hmm. I think one of them is that um, people assume because I'm not going to bring you into this, but for me, I think assume because I have kind of a hard exterior or I don't control my face (laughs) when I'm feeling feelings um or I'm I can be really harsh or um blunt um that I'm not sensitive and I'm extremely sensitive um around social stuff Mm -hmm. um and I think that people just don't understand that um and understand that I want to talk things out I have like a big mouth Mm-hmm. And I can get really mad. Um, but I, at the end of the day, it's not that I want to avoid conflict, but I want you to hear me out and I want right. you to respect me. And when people don't listen and um, treat me like my feelings don't matter, that, you know, I, it's, it's definitely taking me a really long time to come back from that. And I, I don't think I'm even close to that yet. And it's really hard because I don't have that social support that I usually have in situations where I'm feeling really vulnerable. Right. You don't have a guard dog with you. Yeah. To like tell me that I'm going to be fine even if I fall um, and bruise my tailbone. You're going to be fine. <laughs> um, but also I think just like um, making friends as adults is really hard. Making and like friends fucking sucks as an adult. Yeah. And like trying new things really is hard and like being with new people. Um, and, and I think personally like derby for me is like super vulnerable like when I'm going out there I feel like I've been like I don't know fucking like cut open I'm like exposing everything I have and like when I don't do well it is such a disappointment right but I think also because of how you feel and that vulnerability that's one of the reasons why you've improved so much in such a short time period because you're putting yourself out there more than what other people are willing to do and while that also leads to a lot bigger of a failure yeah it does also lead to a lot bigger of a success and there is you know that weird payoff where like you know it can go one or two ways and because of how you put yourself out there it's going to be big no matter what yeah um but you're out there to play and you're out there to learn and I think that that's important and I think that if you're going to do anything you need to commit and don't do anything half-ass you know be a full ass which reminds me your ass (laughs) looks fucking great thank you thank you I've been eating a lot of chips (laughs) um yeah uh thank you and also I just yeah I just feel lost you know like I feel like I'm like I said like really out of place and it is really weird because I feel like I'm half-assing this whole experience, which isn't a great thing to do. Yeah. Um, and that's not my personality. Um, I'm in like zero or 
0.35. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, I don't know. And it's so it's hard to like, because I think we're very similar and you're like, you kind of, um, you equal me and my intensity um, and my commitment. And um, so it's hard not having that like there. Yeah. But I also just think that you need to give it some time. You're not going to bond right away because that's not what you do. But you are also very good at forcing bonds onto people. <laughs> See, that's my that's my approach. You just you're extremely personal, like personal to people. You say very personal things, and then they're like, "Oh, that person is really like honest and weird." And I kind of like it now that I've had to listen to this <laughs> these things for you know like three months, like you know wine or whatever you age cheese. I'm more like cheese. I get like more funky and weird and then also more delicious at the age. That's fair. Yeah. I was going to say balsamic vinegar. Or that. <laughs> that too. Um, You know, whatever you choose. But no, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't think, again, I don't really think anybody else is going to care about this conversation. And not that we had to have it on mic, but I thought that it was important to talk about some of these like things. And I think also like moving into like not that we're in a long distance friendship but you know having like less time with to be i can't talk about that um (laughs) that's for another day (laughs) Uh, there's too many emotions too many emotions i will really start crying (laughs) but i think just like talking about this stuff because um i think in your 20s and your like 30s you're really trying to grasp onto the things and people that hold you um state like are stabilize you like they don't keep you in your place but they help you kind of stand up right and it's hard once you have you're kind of separated from that a little yeah 100 percent. i also had a complete thought and then i lost it and it's back okay um the thought was that like while you're feeling like uncomfortable now yeah the discomfort that you were feeling before is completely different yeah so like right now you feel like you're floundering that you're floating yeah and that's going to change the more you do it and the more you show up but you're just gonna have to embrace embrace the suck for right now yeah because like think about like your first time on the old team yeah and the first time doing anything and the first time being on a new team and the first time that you did this and when was the last time you did something for the first time yeah you know, I don't like it. I only like doing things Listen, that I'm good at. You're on your <laughs> first team transfer. That's true. You're you've had a lot of them. It's like not kinda, as not as many as some people I know. I've had two. I have a lot of comments about that. Um, <laughs> so I feel like it's sort of like um, you know breaking in like a really good pair of like winter boots. Like you've paid a lot of money for them, mm-hmm. um, and you know they're going to be worth it. But the first like you know month that you wear them it fucking sucks or like breaking in a really new pair of skates yes oh that's way more relevant (laughs) we're like for the first month you're getting like blisters and cutting up your feet and And you're like maybe i'm gonna heat mold them and you never do yeah and then finally suddenly you left them in the car a little too long on a hot day and they're perfectly heat molded to your foot yeah and then you are like this is why i paid six hundred dollars for these skates (laughs) yeah 100 percent I totally get that analogy. Winter boots, not so much. Give me the cheapest one that keeps my feet warm. That's yeah, also true. Um, 
Yeah. So I guess that's what I want to talk about. I told you it wasn't scary or weird. I just I thought maybe... I believed you. I wasn't being I wasn't anxious about your topic. No, I just wanted to talk to you about it because I figured like, I don't know. I'm gonna, I've said this like seven times in this conversation. Please fix it, Kate. Um, <laughs> that it's like an important conversation to talk about, like and like demonstrate like, well, I, I don't think, know, vulnerability. I think vulnerability in itself is an important concept to talk about. But I also think like discomfort. Yeah. In itself is important because I don't we, do well with it. I don't like change. Don't do well. So, okay. I'm going to do a hard segue, but it's still on the topic of discomfort. Last week, I was listening to a radio show and it was this guy talking about it was on Z100 and it was this guy talking about like how he went to Poland and he hung out with this ice man and did like a week long retreat in the ice and like how it was super intense and all I can think about was how fucking privileged do you have to be to go to fucking Poland to experience discomfort I mean yeah <laughs> like this guy is talking about how he takes a cold bath an ice cold bath every day for 10 minutes so he can be uncomfortable every day for 10 minutes and all i can think about is how fucking privileged do you have to be to be cold for 10 minutes only i mean yeah it's also like another signal to me that i'm like i wouldn't ever do that because i don't want to be uncomfortable <laughs> but there there are levels where like okay like breaking it down I understand his point. I think his analogy for himself is super fucking privileged. Yeah. But I do think that it is important that we are also uncomfortable because you don't grow mentally or physically without discomfort. Like if you're in the gym, pain is one thing and you don't ever continue when there's pain, but soreness is is uncomfortable. And that's what I was about to say. I was like, I have a bruised tailbone. So like, let's not (laughs) like sure about pain right now. Pain, well, yeah, pain is not something that you want to proceed with, but soreness is uncomfortable, but that means that you're doing something right. And if you are uncomfortable, that's where you're going to learn the most. That's where you're going to experience the most. And that's where you're going to grow the most. And it fucking sucks. But, you know, at a certain point, and most athletes know this, most people know this, that like aren't privileged enough to go to Poland and fucking live in the ice for a week is like embrace the suck just deal with it you don't I, really have a choice well i know but like i don't like that either because i want like space to complain about it because it really does you it are, is really horrible right no but like here's the thing right you are you are allowed to have your space to vent and yeah. complain about it but then you're still continuing to do it oh yeah i'm not saying yeah. that you have to accept it all the time i'm not saying that you have to enjoy it all the time the whole point is for you to not is to actually not enjoy it do something that you don't enjoy doing and you actually are going to learn a lot more about yourself during that time period and right now it sucks but you are going to habituate and you are going to get used to it and get better and you are going to make friends whether you realize it or not you just have to keep showing up yeah you know and Take it from somebody who is Then I'll get a new co-host. <laughs> I'll replace you. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> bye, bitches. <laughs> um, thanks for listening to Frau Pow. Um, have you guys ever had a friend that you haven't been able to see as much as you like? Or maybe you had to break up with a friend. That really sucks. Mm. Um, send us an email or a message. Um, our email is fraupowpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on social media at fraupowpodcast and friends remember hold on one second I just burped and had some 
yuckiness come up. Okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> you are the fucking worst. <laughs> Trick to you. Sorry. Okay. One, two, three. Don't, Don't be a dick. dick.